I'm Chip Freud, and this is the Artist Spotlight, conversations with contemporary artists based on five simple questions that explore the artist's journey, creativity, and sources of inspiration. Welcome to another episode of the Artist Spotlight with Chip Freund. Today, I am joined by Tom Terrell. Tom is a wood and other medium artist based in Cary, North Carolina. Welcome, Tom. Well, thank you very much. Good to be here. So as you uh, you know, with the way this podcast works, we're going to go through five simple questions, and we're going to just see where that conversation takes us. We open up with, you know, what is your earliest memory of ever making art? Well, my grandfather was a commercial artist and a sign painter and a professional photographer because in small town Oklahoma, you did many things to make a buck. Um, and my dad followed in his footsteps. And when I was very young, we were living in Memphis where my mother and my dad owned a place called uh, Mid-South Advertising. And I remember sketching and, and doing a lot of sketching when I was three-ish, four-ish. But I remember entering my first show with an actual painting before my fourth birthday, or right after my fourth birthday. Wow, that is an early start. Couldn't help it. It was uh, a family tradition. <laughs> okay, okay. So I've seen some of your, your wood creations. Uh, I understand that's your primary medium today, but not necessarily exclusive. Uh, what led you to uh, create in wood? Well, of course, as uh, as doers of all things, I grew up in, in a sign shop, display manufacturing, um, learned cabinet trades very, very early. Um, to handle a spray gun by the time I was 10, about as well as anybody that worked for my dad. So I was used to working in wood and and acrylics and all the things. Um, but when, when I was in college, dad had a shop, had his shop next to, this was just before he started at Disney World, um, next to a place called Architectural Woodcrafters in Orlando. And I was always hanging out there because they were always throwing away great pieces of wood. Um, and so I was, I went over there and was just chatting with them. And they were showing me how to use a lathe because that's one thing we never had. How to use a lathe to replicate spindle work on um, stair restorations. Okay, this is pretty cool. So I diddled around with that. Um, and he said, no, no, that's okay. But what's fun, what's really fun is to turn a bowl. And I said, quoi? And so he chucks up a big old piece of most beautiful cherry you've ever seen in your life. And he gives me a scraper. This was 1973, probably. Gives me a scraper and I just go to town and make an actual bowl, um, which was pretty cool. Made a few more, yada, yada. Um, got involved with things like college, getting married, uh, having a career, those silly little distractions. <laughs> um, and then we came 
up here, um, 2008, and one of our dear friends from Florida was, is a is a glass blowing partner with a lovely lady named Pringle Teeter, who is part of the Hillsborough Gallery. So I was teaching in Hillsborough at the time. And so we started hanging out in the gallery at Hillsborough, became friends with Pat Lloyd, who was their woodturner extraordinaire. And she and Sally conspired to cajole me into getting back into it in 2008. Uh, took a class from Bill Wallace, who is the is the master guru of all woodturners in this area, um, and that was in took the class in 2010, and I was off to the races, and I've turned a couple of hundred things, and well more than 200. So that was how I got from there to here. But it started in college. Okay. All right. Uh, as you uh, as you turn things, uh, you've mentioned bowls. What what are the uh, unusual items that you've turned? Oh, love to do pens, um, bottle stoppers, um, vases, candlesticks, magic wands. You'll see some of those shortly. Um, wand pens. You want to combine the two of those? That's fun. Um, Pretty much if it's symmetrical, you can turn it, and I have. Because if I can manage to fit it on the lathe, I will, I'll chuck it up and, and uh, stick a piece of steel in it. There you go. Okay. So as you're, uh, as you're chucking things up on the lathe, what inspires your art? Where does it come from for you? A couple of things. Um, one of the adages that wood turners sort of have is that the wood tells you what it wants to be. And that's what sets those of us who do art turning apart from the 10 year old kid that's running the big machine that's, that's uh, cutting a thousand bowls that end up in, in um, DJ Maxx and home goods. Um, they just, they're just making a shape out of some wood and they don't care they don't care very much about that. We look at the wood, we, we try to, there's always a story. If, if you're getting it locally, there's always a story. You honor that story. And the wood will tell you very much by shape and, and grain pattern what, what it needs to be. And you do that. And sometimes it needs to be um, sawdust because sometimes it blows up halfway through. It sounds a little frightening for uh, die bruises heel cuts heel <laughs> yeah can you give us an example of a, a recent piece in the story it told you as you uh worked it okay um one of the well we have some dear friends that live in um live on the coast and when the hurricane came through a couple of years ago and did so much damage um, they lost a tree in their neighbor's yard and they chunked up that tree. The neighbor was very much, very active in philanthropy as are our friends. So they asked me if I could do something. They were having an auction to, to support the relief groups. Sure. They brought two 200 pound pieces of white oak. It's like, hang on now. <laughs> I didn't sign up, but anyway. Um, 
And it was funny because when we, when we turn, we cut the piece down the center. So you get a, a, an interesting, um, you don't, it doesn't get turned the way you think. The base of your bowl is down the middle of the, uh, of the wood. So the first one came out to be a lovely upswoop um, white oak salad bowl. And the other one was, was a much chunkier, um, stockier, short, nearly cylindrical bowl. Both of them came from, they came from the opposite sides of the same piece of wood, but they had entirely different grain stories. So, and both of them were, went in the auction and that was, made me very happy. Hmm. So they, they've carried on and are now, their story continues. Exactly, exactly. If you were to sit down with a, an artist just starting out into their artistic journey, what advice would you give them? Don't worry about selling art. Do not make what sells, make what you feel. And Joe only sold one piece in his entire life, and that was to his family members. Um, There's some discussion as to whether it was actually to Theo or to Theo's wife, but anyway. Um, and yet, he's Van freaking Doe. Um, hmm. So make the things that tell your story. Tell your own story. It's the only one you really know. So whether it's photography or, or ceramics or wood turning or painting, those are the only things I can really speak to. Um, tell your own story. And make sure that you're not just making something to make something because that is a terrible waste of your time and your effort. And you could be, you could be doing something that makes a difference. That's, that's pretty strong advice. Yeah. I, I wrap up each of these sessions asking each artist to recommend another artist. Uh, is there somebody that uh, you suggest that we should check out? Could be a contemporary, could be living, could be dead. Somebody you've known for years, somebody you just discovered, but somebody you think we should all check out. Um, first and foremost, there's a guy. His name is David Ellsworth, and he now lives in North Carolina in Weaverville, just north of Asheville. But he, for most of his career, has lived in up in the the frozen tundra of the Northeast in New England. And um, he is the Dean of American Woodturn. He's been turning, he was turning bowls and he had a buzz when I started in the seventies. He was just getting, every woodturner gets, his, the first bowl gouge you get is the Ellsworth grind. I'm just gonna say he's the guy. Um, his work is incredibly precise. It is, it is every bit about listening to the wood. And he does not give a hoot about whether it's going to sell or not. Consequently, all of his stuff sells, and it sells for huge prices because he's about telling the story. And just go to his website, Dave Ellsworth, um, 
He's married to a beater who is amazingly talented as well. Check out her side as well. Um, but yeah, you've only got one. It's Ellsworth. If you've got time, uh, Trent Bosch, Tim Mahoney, an Irish Turner named Lynn Lucas, not his production stuff, but his individual stuff. It is the most simple, elegant, beautiful turning that you'll ever see. And then, then start looking at people who are turning uh, hybrids and acrylics. There are wonderful things being done in acrylics. Go to the AAW, American Association of Woodturners, and just look through the gallery. You'll be astonished. Well, thank you for those recommendations. And thank you for your time and insights uh, on your artistic journey today in our five questions. Absolutely. Anytime. All righty. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Artist Spotlight. Today, we've been talking to Tom Terrell, a wood turner from Cary, North Carolina. Thank you, Tom, and have a great day. Thank you, Chip. You too. To learn more to about learn Tom more about and to, Tom see, some and to of see some of his lovely wood, lovely turning, wood turning, you can go to, can Haven go Hill to havenhillstudio.com or see it in person at Gallery, Gallery of Artists. Thank you again Thank for you tuning again in, for this tuning in to this episode of the Artist Spotlight, Spotlight with Chip Freund. Tune in next week Tune in when, next we, will week when we will hear from Jane Cheek, a multimedia, a multimedia artist, artist also based, here, also in based here in the Triangle. Thank you for joining us. This has been the Artist Spotlight with Chip Freund. Find accompanying blog posts at chipfreundphoto.com slash blog. And you may subscribe to our show on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you like listening.